Hey, what's up, guys? This is the best U Nation coming live. Well, not live, but we have a new studio and really excited. Um, we just kind of wanted to um, reiterate the fact that Spotify allowed us to be one of many few to have first access to video. And so now you guys get to see our handsome, lovely faces. That's right. Finn, how are you doing, my guy? I am doing pretty swell, my friend. You know, we are here, like you said, in our studio. Lights, camera, action. For we sure. have our wonderful mic that gets us where we need to go. Of course. We even have some other exclusive items that we'll talk about here shortly. Yep. And I, man, I'm going to be honest, you know, with everything going on, with the podcast, with work and school, life is really just, it's good. We're, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, we're blessed. We're busy. But we're blessed, and that's that's, right. that's the most important part. And like we can never forget about that, because you know life is it's not about like that. It's not a straight line. It's the peaks, the valleys, and all the in betweens. And you know we're in the season right now where we're working hard and we're doing the best to uh, bring our viewing audience the best content that we can possibly imagine, as well as offer a lot of life changing, altering products, which can be found on what website? Finn, take it away. TBYNWorldwide.com. And I want to mention, we have a lot of great things, like Adler had said. One of the things that you guys may see up front right here, guys, we are literally a few months into this, but I know there's a vision in mind. We have some great things going on. One of the best things that has happened here is our flagship product. You know, oftentimes people have shirts, which, by the way, is we do have shirts. We, we have, have shirts right in the back. We have long sleeve, long we have sleeve. sweatshirts. T-shirts, yeah, all, all types of shirts. Just definitely hit up the website and um, definitely check it out. We have a lot of merchandise, and we thank you and appreciate you in advance. And for those of you who are tuning in, just like as always, thank you for your loyalty. And we urge you to share at least one person, like and subscribe, and uh, just continue to show us some love. That's right, which we are seeing. Yeah, I just want you guys to know we do see the love. We see a lot of it on Instagram. We appreciate we that. We have been keeping up with a lot of the the growth on our platform. Uh, like Adler mentioned earlier, we you know with Spotify, I think that video is going to really change the perspective and also change the uh, the experience of what the Best You Nation has to For offer. Sure. I think that when you get to see our faces, which not to you know be so self conceited, but I think that when you get to see our emotions, our conversation, yeah. uh, like our pre our pre sequel before recording today, yeah. uh, we had a quite of an interesting thirty minute conversation that really <laughs> was very dynamic and very very productive. It was productive, and it set <laughs> a standard and a reminder of what friendship is, and that comes back to the root of this entire podcast. We sat down at a Starbucks many years ago. Discussing the plans and the blueprint of this podcast, and I, I actually was talking to someone today about this. Uh, someone asked me about the podcast and mm -hmm. the coffee, which we'll talk about here in a second. But one of the things they said, "So, what's your brand? You know, focused on?" And I said, "Let me correct you. We're not a brand. We are a platform, and we're two guys who are leading this with a passion and a fire and a zeal to not only grow individually, but also as a podcast. But most importantly, for you guys. Mm -hmm. So." That was something that I shared with a, with a patient of mine actually today in the ED. She was going through a rough patch, and I actually kind of just said, hey, you know, let's let's talk about this podcast. And she overheard me talk to one of the PAs, and it was very interesting. It was cool. It was really one of the cool experiences I had in, in a long time. And um, that's what we live for, guys. We live for impact. We, we generate 
when we are together. You know, the more the more power electrical cells are in a body or in a in a in a unit, the more power it can generate. So, Adler and I are not just doing this alone. You guys are majority, the majority as far as the growth and the entirety of this podcast and everything we're doing on our platform. So, just wanted to throw that out. That was yeah, a, that was sure. a shout out to a patient of mine today. And just a shout out to everybody who listens to us. So Adler, real quick, uh, we've been telling everybody that they can listen to our podcast. Where are some places that we can take our wonderful listeners to? Where can they listen to our podcast? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, which is one of our larger ones. Uh, I think Apple's our largest, but yes. um, we also have uh, Pandora. Audible, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Um, there's pretty much wherever you can listen to a podcast, pod, I think Podbean, Podbean, Podbean wherever, wherever you can listen to a podcast, just right. definitely check us out. Tune in every week, every Monday, we come in with something hot, something fiery, and something that can add a little bit of positivity to your week. That's right. That's right. Um, that being said, I, uh, we would like to mention that we also have the best brew coffee, which is to my, my left and my right. Um, we have... The fantastical Mr. Finn. Fantastic, yeah. Fantastic Mr. Finn. Fantastic. Close. Oh, I'm sorry. Fantastic Mr. Finn. And then we have the Limitless Blend, the which, limitless is, blend. which is mine. And um, we definitely, hey, just check it out. Try the coffee. It smells great. I'm telling you, man. This is going to be one of those things. That we're not reinventing the world. It's just coffee reimagined. That's right. And for all you guys who are listening to today's episode, we're giving out a special <laughs> promo code. It's SAVE10. SAVE10% 10 on your first order when you go buy our coffee at TBYN Worldwide. We're telling you that right now. This is for all those who listen this Save week. SAVE10. SAVE10. Type it in the promo section at the end. Believe me, you guys don't want to miss out on this. And if for some reason you're not satisfied, we want to hear you guys. We want to help you guys. And we want to make sure that we are giving you guys the best product. We believe in revitalizing. And like Adler said, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. But... Enough with the coffee, guys. You guys can take that self-guided tour on hey. tbynworldwide.com. But what are we doing here today in the Let's studio? Let's give the people what they came here for. That's right. So, um, okay, it, it dawned on me, right? I, I'm, I'm in a season of just self-reflection. And I was... Okay, no, I'll be, I'll be transparent, you know, uh, and I think all of us kind of suffer with this. Don't be transparent because if you're transparent, then you'll be a ghost. And if you're a ghost, then I'm gonna be really scared. <laughs> okay, I know what I'm, you mean. I'm gonna be honest. I'm sorry. Hey, I love that was a good dad joke. Yes, <laughs> um, we need a soundboard. We, we need that, that soundboard. That so we can do the um, So the reason why uh, I'm in this season of self-reflection, and so as I'm reflecting on um, my goals and aspirations and what I've done with my life. Um, I kind of got to a point where I started to kind of beat myself up because I was like, man, at 18 years old, I wrote this letter to myself. I went to um, this youth leadership conference at the University of Florida, mm -hmm. and I wrote this letter to myself, and I'm looking at it um, today, actually, and I'm just like, man, I didn't accomplish any of these. And I started thinking to myself, like, how much further I thought that I would be at the age of 31 my 18-year-old self was thinking that I would be, uh, you know, obviously married, um, which I'm glad I didn't do that in my 20s. Um, <laughs> that would have been, uh, that would have been, a, 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 yeah, that would have been a tough one. Um, I, I said that I was going to have kids by 25. I don't even know if I would be ready at 25. 25, I was, I was just now graduating at a, a nursing school. 
And then um, I was also, I also said that I was going to be a physical therapist, which I obviously am not. Um, and there was just a lot of things I was just reading through that, that sheet. And I just thought to myself, the vision that I had at 18 is no longer the vision that I have at 31. Mm. And I think part of the reason why my vision shifted so much is because I never had a plan. I just had an idea of like, all right, this would be nice. And I never really committed to anything. I didn't try or commit myself to anything. And as I was you know, thinking about it, I said, man, I wonder what would have happened if all throughout my 20s, that for 10 years I just worked, and I worked at like what I had written down. How would I have accomplished it? How much further along in life would I have been? And I had to kind of stop myself because I started, you know, just, I, was, I wasn't being kind to myself. And I'll be honest, I'm not going to say exactly what I was saying to myself, but you'll know, think of the meanest things you could say to yourself. That was where I was at. And the only reason why is just because I felt like I should have been further. But I also can recognize and understand that it's about the journey. It's not about the end goal. It's about what you learned in that process. Right. And so because I went through the things that I went through in my 20s, I have now have a vision and that vision has given me purpose in life and that purpose does not define me but that's something that I'm just passionately seeking out and that's to find a way to improve just a little bit every single day and I, I guess uh, that long-winded intro just to explain or just to ask you actually is a vision necessary for life like is that necessary in order for you to live your life here on earth I, I my own personal belief on that is yes. I think that having a vision gives you um, it gives you a clear direction of kind of where you're headed. I, I think the best example that I'll use is a GPS. You know, when you're going somewhere that you've never been or you're heading in a direction that you've never traveled, you know, it makes life a little easier when you have a roadmap or, you know, in this case, in this day and age, we have Siri or Google Maps, right? And there's like this sense of comfort. There's a sense of like you have this sense of um, reassurance is the best way of saying it, that you will have the most secure route. And your, your, your perspective of getting there, your, sorry, your percentage of getting there is a lot higher of a success rate than you going without any kind of sense of direction or any kind of knowledge of where you're going. Like say for example, I gave you the task to drive from here to New York, which sounds easy. You just go up, just drive up all the way I-75, right? That makes sense, I-85, whatever you want to take. I-95. I-95, you're right, yeah, I-95. Yeah. But, but see, that's my, that's yeah, my point. That's your point. Cause you, it just, it's common to use I-75. You live in Florida, I-75 is like your most common road. And if you're over the Jacksonville side, I-85 or I-95 as well, see? Okay. But see, that's the point. Sometimes in life, you're offered a variety of different ways of doing things. And if you're not sure, you don't really know where you're headed. Your destination may not be as clear. Your path is going to be winded and winded and winded. And it's already going to be winded because that's what life's all about. But you only make those winded roads more difficult for you because you have no sense of direction. Another really good example my dad used one time was being in a dark room. If my dad my dad says if you go from your bed to the to your bedroom door Without a light on, I guarantee you will be harder than if I had a light on for you to go from your bed to your, 
you know, to your bedroom door. And it's true because we are able to, if you think about the word vision, you think about seeing, you see the, the forefront, right? It gives you hindsight of what is expected ahead of you and you have a better idea of what to expect with the possibilities of things being different or changing along the way. Okay. So my answer to you, like to answer your question, in essence, absolutely. Having a vision sets you up for success, but also leaves room for possibilities where you have to step back, learn, take those checkpoints and breaks to refill, in this case, if I'm using the GPS example, refill your car with gas, because along the way, you have to take those those opportunities to get, okay, I'm, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I'm going in the direction I'm supposed to go. And if people don't use that roadmap or that GPS that we have implanted in us, like to have the vision, there's a very good chance that you're going to find yourself constantly second-guessing yourself looking for that reassurance, mm -hmm. looking for ways to either take the shortcut to hopefully get there quicker, or you probably will never ever really get to your destination at 100%. Yeah. So, so well, yes. and, and so, and I actually, uh, I definitely agree with um, pretty much all your points. Um, I think the only thing that I, I guess, just to play devil's advocate, is, you know, you don't ever want to fall into that trap of like, all right, I have this planned out and I have this planned out and I have this by this age, I'm going to do this and I'm by this time I do do this. And there's a quote that I've heard is, if you ever want to make God laugh, you do what? You tell him your plans. You tell him your plans. Because he has... I mentioned that in my book that you say that a lot. He has different plans for us. So it's kind of like, and I, it's, it's the ultimate balancing act. Understanding that God has his plans for us and then... I also have my plans for myself. And you try to do your best to just pray for favor and that um, whatever his plans are, that they align with yours. And if it doesn't align, then peacefully take it away and be okay with that. And I can tell you this much. I didn't have a plan on how to execute any of those things. I just had, all right, cool. And another quote that I also like using is a plan or a goal without a plan is simply just a wish. Hmm. So meaning that if you don't have a plan to execute, like you don't have like a, a, a course of action or a direction to head or even anything like that, if you don't have a template, then you have nothing. And right. I believe that sometimes God gives you vision. Like he gives you a vision and your dreams are so big and so crazy and so outlandish that sometimes people don't understand it. The reason why they don't understand it is because God did not give them that vision. That vision that you have, it was specified and specifically given for you. Right. So when we decided to come out with the podcast and said, hey, you know what? A podcast would be really cool. This is a way to kind of give back to the community, something that we can um, spread some form of positivity and leave the world off a little bit better than when we first got here. And that was the plan. That's the desire. That's the goal. We've been laughed at. We've been mocked. We've been teased. Like, people belittle it. And that's okay. You shouldn't understand my dream. You shouldn't understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. What you need to understand is that I'm going to do it anyway. And if it's not for me, then God's going to take it away. But if this is for me, which I feel like we've made exponential growth in the last like two and a half years, two and two years and change. If this is for me, God's going to lead the way. I don't have to really worry about like 
how we get to that end, end product. You, we have a list of goals and bullet points that we wrote down, we shared with each other. And it's not really about discovering how. It's just coming in night in and night out and consistently producing content that is useful and stuff that we all struggle with. Like how many times, and like be honest with yourself, if you're listening right now, how many times have you sat up late at night and you wonder to yourself, what if I made every wrong decision I made? What if I could have made the right decision? How much further would I be in life? You can't tell me that other people don't struggle with this. That's something that everybody can relate to because we've all been there. Correct. And you and I have had that discussion before where you're just like, I feel like I should be doing X, Y, and Z. I'm 23, I'm 23. But at the same time, I'm sitting here, I'm like, bro, you're 23. Yeah. You, you shouldn't have all the answers coming out right now. It's okay. And I still don't have answers. And I'm 31. I still haven't figured it out. And I'm still exploring and understanding that there's new aspects of me that I, I did not realize there's 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 different uh, insecurities. There's fears. There's the there's so many different things about myself that I'm finding out. And I'm learning, and understanding that this is all part of the journey. We all have a vision. We all have a goal. We have things that we want to accomplish, and our job is just to consistently show up night in and night out, and make sure that we give the best effort that we possibly can in all aspects of our life. <laughs> Drop the mic on that. Boom. Yeah. I, I one of the things that you had mentioned was the idea that everybody has their own God has given everybody the ability in their own way to be designed to think, to plan, to orient in the way that they need to go. And I and I wanna kinda elaborate on that and it's really important because for the longest time, you know, sometimes in our own journey we get so tied up on how we, we don't really know the clarity of our vision. One of the things that I learned during my season, so you're talking about you're in a season of growth, right? And one of the seasons of my life, I had to really sit back and acknowledge that I needed to slow down. And I know myself very well as I'm very outgoing. My energy is really, really like I'm, I'm a really high energy individual. For and sure, yeah. One of the things that I kept thinking is like, why can I not get these things done and one of the things that i i realized is that you have to take the time for yourself to un understand and also analyze where it is that you're trying to go again tomorrow waking up and driving off spontaneously somewhere and say hey i'm gonna end up in in new york or san diego or wherever it is that we could be driving. i'm gonna end up in new york or san diego hopefully Correct. That's basically yeah. Because there's no guarantee. Because you are, you are aimlessly going in a direction. And and this is this one's right. This is this is a good one. I heard this one before too. This is a very popular. I don't want to say popular. I've heard some pastors say, and my dad also mentioned this. There are people, and if you're listening to this, maybe this is you. I know I was. I've been here. We all struggle with stuff. We all deal with things day to day. Maybe month to month, and maybe even year to year. One of the things that I had struggled with was I was going 60 miles per hour in the wrong direction. And let me elaborate. It's a metaphor, but it's actually purposeful. The reason why I say that is sometimes... Did, did, tell me, did this actually happen? 
You you like went down the wrong direction, sixty miles an hour. No. Okay, my I, I'm okay. speaking metaphorically. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just like, what? No. You didn't tell me this. All right. No, anyway, I didn't actually drive guys, six miles. Focus. Per hour. Let's get back. Sixty on miles per hour is a pretty <laughs> fast speed, considering like when you think about six miles per hour compared to walking speed. Yes. So, there are people, including myself. This is not an all. This is not a forever thing or a temporary thing. This is a. Actually, I guess it's a choice in which one you would rather choose. I'm hoping you would choose that you allow it to be a temporary thing and realize, oh, I gotta fix this. Correct. But let me get to the point. Let me let me kind of just tie this back in, and this is what I want to say. There are oftentimes we are going 60 miles per hour in the wrong direction, and no matter how fast you go, no matter how you can press on that gas pedal as hard as you want, by at the end of the day, you are not gonna reach your destination. Oftentimes, we want to go so fast, we want to get through so many obstacles, but we're going the completely opposite direction. And for the longest time, I was living thinking that, oh, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing this to you here. I'm, my vision is clear. I'll give you an example. Another one. I, I'm, I have a lot of them because this is a very personal topic too. I feel like a, you know, a lot of us – you know, we hide and tuck these things away, but I think this is actually something really everybody sits in their lifetime and thinks about. I, in my brain, in my mind, in my heart, in my everything, I said to myself, I want to be a pilot. I knew from a very young age I loved airplanes. I used to point out and go, like I knew, like I loved. <laughs> I would literally look up and I would point at airplanes and I would go and the point that I'm saying is like I'm not a pilot. I am not a pilot. Okay. Is it too late to be a pilot? Never. No. No. But my vision at this at, at a certain point in my life and going back to what you said were not as clear as they are today. Meaning, I told God I want to be a pilot. Joined the military, the military didn't work out. My vision in my head made sense, but I had to redirect. And sometimes we are not accepting of the redirect. And when we don't accept the redirect... I think the word you want to use is pivot, which we also have an episode about pivoting. Yes, we do. We do. We spoke about pivots. We did. Well, when you don't take that pivot, right, sometimes the vision is clear when God makes you or shows you the way that's more clear. It's kind of like this. I don't wear contact lenses. But if I wear glasses, I'm supposed to wear glasses. If I chose to wear my glasses, I guarantee you that looking at a computer screen will be a lot more effective and a lot more clear to me compared to how I actually do it. If you don't wear your contact lenses, mm -hmm. the world is probably a little bit blurrier than if Blurry. you don't have them on. Blurry. So yeah. you do what is necessary to make sure that what you see around you is clear so you can drive safely, you don't run into things, and you can also read carefully considering that you know, you're know you a nurse and you have mm -hmm. to be very detail-oriented. Life is the same way. If you're wearing expired contact lenses when you're supposed to be wearing up-to-date ones, mm -hmm. your vision will be clear. I mean, sorry. Wow. <laughs> Blurry. It'll be blurry. Yeah, I was very confident. I, in the way I, I understood that. how I was so confident. I, I, knew, that. I knew what you meant. I, I actually following. just wanted to see if people were paying attention. I yeah, threw them off a little bit. Sure. Yeah, so your vision will be blurry. And, and who wants a blurry vision? Who wants to have blurry dreams? Who wants blurry goals? Who And, and the word blurry, by the way, guys, I just, I know you, I, I know I'm going on, but I just want to make this point. Blurry 
in this essence means unsure, resistant, uneasy, uncomfortable, insecure. We all struggle with that. Oh, yeah, for sure. But when it comes to your goals and your dreams, you can speak them, think them, believe them, pray about them. If it's what you want, go for it. Sometimes you're going to be redirected, and that's okay, especially with God Almighty doing it. There's no argument about that. Sorry, I just needed to. No, I mean, but you're in. You're right though. Like sometimes things happen in life, and you don't have a rhyme or reason. You you have no explanation, but you just have to just kind of learn how to either adjust, pivot, or just power through. And so you 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 talk about the insecurities. I think the insecurities is probably like the biggest thing, right? Um, I think I heard um, a quote. I don't remember who said it. Your biggest, it might, it might have been Steve Harvey actually. Your biggest fear isn't obtaining a goal or failing at obtaining a goal. Your biggest fear is setting the bar so low, hitting the goal, and realizing that's that's your your cap, that's your your limit, that's it for you. And so I think that like as you get older, you lose that like. Uh, What's the word I want to be like? You're rambunctious in your youth. Your tenacity. Not tenacity, but it's 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 more so. It's like you're fired. Your fear when you're younger, it's non-existent. Hmm. As you get older and you start to experience failure and you've uh, experienced disappointment and setbacks and and altering of plans and things changing, that's when your fear starts to grow. It starts to increase as you get older, and because you start your fear increases. You act in a fearful mindset. Mm. And this is why a lot of people don't go after what they want to do in life. They don't go after the things that they want in life because they're afraid of experiencing failure. So what's the point? And that's the idea. That's the mindset. But that's, and like, and excuse me for saying this, but that's wrong. Like that's not, you, you're not supposed to not try just because, you know, you don't want to experience failure. I think I was scrolling through um, one of the stories, and I I, I, I saw a, um, I saw this like meme, and it, it it said something along the lines of, "Man, I really wish I was a cow, never having to work, never having to you know worry about you know, what to eat, just grazing on grass, and then just living life." And I'm thinking to myself, "Boy, that's so sad." Like that is like, and I mean, to me, and who knows if you agree with that, then you know, more power to you. But to me, that's sad. That's not living life. That's living in a cage. That's like, you don't take a chance. You don't take opportunities. You don't go and live life the way that you're meant to. You have so many images, so many, so many visions that God has given you. So many dreams, aspirations, goals that you have, and they're in there. All you got to do is let them loose. And I think the most daunting task is trying to develop the plan. The plan is the hardest part. But guess what? The first step of any plan is to show up. Because you once you show up, you take in the you take in literally the the hardest part is actually showing up for this. There's an author by the name of James Clear. Um, he's the um, the author of a book called Atomic Habits. In that book, he talked about he had this friend. This friend would show up to the gym. And he promised himself that he would not show spend more than five minutes at the gym. And at first, you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, you're only showing up at the gym like five times a week for only five minutes. That's not going to do anything. You're not going to lose weight. And he did it consistently over time. 
And then after maybe a few weeks of just showing up there for five minutes, maybe finishing half of an exercise, not even a full exercise, just showing up consistently, then he said, you know what, I think I can do a little bit more. And he started spending a little bit more time and spending a little bit more time and a little bit more time and a little bit more time. And fast forward after a year, the guy lost 100 pounds. He lost 100 pounds because he mastered one thing, showing up. And that was the first habit. And then when he finally did it for X amount of time, he came up with a plan and he executed the plan. And it's not really about having everything set in stone right before you go. It's about at least showing up and then having an idea of which direction you want to go. When you develop that direction that you want to go, then you take actions that help you head towards whatever goal that is. So if I want to lose weight, all right, you know what? Maybe I'm going to stop eating after 8 p.m. Because I understand that my, my metabolism, it slows down after 8 p.m. So after 8 p.m., I won't touch anything. And then at 8 a.m., I'm going to start eating my breakfast. That's a 12-hour window where you're fasted. And you, you simply, by just cutting off your meal time right there, you did consistently do that. You can drop weight like that. And that's without you even having to change your habits. You don't have to change what you're eating. You don't have to work out more. It's just literally just from 8 to 8. That's great. I call it 8 to 8. That's great. You do it. A lot of the times when you're coming up with an, an idea, a plan, there's so many different outstanding factors that can make you feel insecure, that can make you um, doubt yourself, that can almost even be downright scary. But don't run away from what makes you scared. Lean into it because on the other side of it is growth. On the other side of it, you learn a lesson. The best thing about failure is that there's always a lesson mm. in every single failure. You just have to be open enough to actually receive it. Very true. Very true. We actually talked about that several, several, several seasons ago. Mm -hmm. We talked about how failure is really the opportunity for us to learn and to use the moments to be taught. And I think if I remember correctly, we actually said that failure is like, the teacher number the one teacher is a, in, in every situation yes agreed. i actually had this conversation with a nurse mm -hmm. uh today uh during my lunch break and we were talking about having to fail and that you're going to have moments where you don't understand why or how or you know you just have to know that you have to get back up and you got to jump over that next hurdle you know there are a lot of people out there who have like you said, a vision or a dream. And a lot of them go to the grave and they've never been uncovered. These ideas, these concepts, these these ideas. I mean, you think about when you go to a graveyard. Like, I, I get kind of freaked out by graveyards. That's true. But you go to a graveyard and you think how many people are in there. How many fantastic ideas. How many brilliant-minded people with dreams and aspirations. Million-dollar ideas that died with them. Died with them. Yeah. And never had an opportunity to make themselves shown or, or face Never the, saw... A glimpse, glimpse of, of daylight. Day. Yeah, that's right. Ugh. So just to think about that, like, you know, I, oftentimes we, we sit here, we collaborate about what we want to do next with our podcast. We have a lot of things that we want to do. You know, we, we're really, we've really become a platform focused on the common person, the well-being and the, the concept of developing the best habits, the best version of yourself. And it doesn't require you to go to some 
eight week course at a at a, at a seminar at a at a football stadium sized place, which is cool. It's great. I mean, maybe one day, but right now we're focusing on right this second. People don't realize that the vision visions die if you do not fuel them. It's kind of like a candle. If you don't, or not a candle, it's like a fire, a bonfire. You can have this initial setup for a bonfire. Mm-hmm. That fire is going to burn that wood. If you don't add wood to that fire, the fire will eventually go out. There will be no light. There will be no heat source. You will not have something that when it's cold outside to sit next to to keep warm. And the reason why I say that is because a vision is like that fire. If you're not adding to that vision, you're not adding to that vision board, if you're not adding to your goals and adding to that palette of ideas, you're going to feel limited like that cow. You're going to live like the cow. You're not going to have more than just grazing the fields and, and you know being out there and living the very basic life compared to the lion that's out there who has its moments laying out in the and the sun on the rock and you know sunbathing or mm-hmm. out there chasing the gazelle or being you know the father father lion raising his cubs to be young you know like the simba turning into uh, you know the, the the king of the jungle the point is that I'm you have to be in control of your vision yeah. just like the the lion compared to the cow and i know that's a t- weird 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 not to say terrible it's a very different way of approaching it but different analogy you yeah may, sure. I, but i like the cow thing yeah. because no. i think oftentimes we limit ourselves it might not be just the grazing in the grass or just you know being on the side of the road like oh my gosh look at the cow or just providing one service which is milk but actually when you think about the overall image with us as people do you want to be that individual that can only offer the nine to five job to make sure that you put just the amount for yourself uh, to be content with the very small things, even though you have billions of dreams in the back of your mind? Because believe me, I have sat there. One of the things that I don't really talk about, and it's I'm very grateful that it had it didn't happen at when I was eighteen, was this coffee. I had this in my head. I, I knew in my in the back of my head, I was like, I really, 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 really see myself having this coffee company. But it was still um, in the making because just like with our podcast, I cannot do these things on my own. And God kept saying, you're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. And I didn't understand that. Like, you can't sit here and be like, oh, okay, sure. Like, I really had no idea that I wasn't ready until it really hit me and we had our conversation. And then I told you, God had a purpose for us to have this conversation today. And here we are. The vision became clear because I was obedient to the following of the change of directions and, and the current that I was going in. What was it? A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the current. Was it, you said it was Bruce Lee that said it with the current. Yeah. Um, so uh, he said you can be like water. So water when it's in depending on which form it is it can be used as a weapon it can be used as a um as a way of just just pure destruction you know you see a wave come it just crashes it hits the rocks it can break rocks it can destroy things but you have to also be just like water water meaning that you have to be malleable to adjust to the circumstance so if a water is in, in the sea the waves are crashing it's violent it's going it's aggressive mm. but if water is going down a, a stream a river a current it's nice and calm you have to flow with everything keep that flow going 
and that's part of like I guess adjusting and pivoting in life um, you have to be willing to go with uh, go with the flow and I, I think that and the crashing waves because there's a lot of crashing waves and as much as people don't want to see them or say that there are crashing waves in their life those crashing waves are actually those moments that we are more uh, viable to learning and to mastering how we can use those crashing waves for as sure. a way to benefit our dreams, goals, and aspirations in life. Well, and, and, and you know, like the next thing is like everybody, like <laughs> it's like so cliche at this point. And I'm not sure if anybody really understands what this phrase means. Trust the process. Hmm. Everybody talks about it, but we put hashtag trust the process, trust the process, trust the process. Nobody actually takes into consideration what the heck the process is. The process is not fun. It's it's daunting. It's tiring. It's gruesome. And you have to fall in love with it. Falling in love with it doesn't mean that it's like, oh, yeah, man, I love struggles. Like, well, look at this struggle. It's beautiful. Oh. No, falling in love with it is understanding that you are going through a metamorphosis right now. You are changing right before your own eyes. And it's going to get uncomfortable, a heck a lot more uncomfortable before it becomes something beautiful. And you, in that journey, in that route to whatever goal, aspiration that you have, you will have people that will doubt you. You will doubt yourself. You will feel tired. You won't feel like wanting to get up to do it. You will feel a, a variety of different factors that will come and go as you're on your route. But the one thing that I can assure you is if you stay consistent. If you stay loyal, if you stay truthful to yourself and you work at it night in and night out, you will experience the change that you've always desired. But you have to fall in love with the journey, not the end goal. There's people that just love to walk and because they love to walk wherever they land, they're always happy. And there's people who are walking to a destination and they're trying to look ahead and be like, how much longer? How much further? Is this gonna is this gonna um, happen eventually? You know, I, I feel like I've been at it for two weeks. It's been two whole weeks and I've, I haven't seen any results. You know what? Screw this. I'm out. I'm done. And you give up before you even get a chance to even hit the mile marker. So my question to you, instead of asking yourself, sitting up late at night, man, I wish I should be a lot further in life now and I should be doing this and I should have had this and this should have been mine and should have, should have, whatever. That's done. That's It's finished. Now the question is, how long can I stick with one thing before I become successful in it? And obviously, everybody has a different gauge of success. Um, to some people, being a great parent is is a success story and that's exactly what it is is because if that's your goal then you do things that make you a great parent spending time with your kid you know uh, making memories with your kid teaching them uh, taking them to the park doing things that a good parent would do and if you want to be an excellent businessman then you have to work take the phone calls when you don't want to take the phone calls you know um, make the uncomfortable pitches go and see people that you you're not used to seeing go from door to door and experience rejection in so many different forms you have to be willing to put in the work in anything that you do so if you plan on trying to hit a goal whether it be um, to buy a house get a new job or any of your new year's resolutions you have to have the actions that support your ultimate goal 
And as long as you stay consistent, you will experience that success. You experience exactly what you need to experience because you've put in the work, you've done the time, and everything from this point on is just a residual for all the work that you put in prior. And that is a another mic drop. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And, and you, honestly, you nailed it because there's no other way to put it. And it's that trust the process. I love that. You know, taking away from that, it's one of those things that just, including myself, you know, we, we I don't know how to bet what's the best way of saying this. The process is not always is cutthroat, clear and dry. It's and not as beautiful, beautiful as, as everybody make it, it out to be. <laughs> it sounds good. It yeah. sounds good. It's not beautiful. It's, it's ugly. It's not beautiful. You're right. It's a terrible process and you got to go through it. Well, I mean, it's it's there's a lot of different things and in factoring into the growth and how that growth is implemented in the process of, of your vision. I think when you, it's this is one of my final examples I'm going to give because I feel like this example kind of tops it off. All right, close this up. That, that is building a house. Okay. If you don't lay a proper foundation. Strong foundation you is the cannot, key. You cannot think that adding a house on top of this, you know, very un- unstable kind of foundation is going to work for you. But at the same time, you can build a house without a blueprint. I guarantee you, though, you're going to have a hard time putting the pieces together and you're not going to really know the measurements. Imagine you doing that. There's a lot of Boy, that house has got to look funky. <laughs> you know what? Some people may call it art. And it may just be the one house that the man, um, what would they call it? Uh, uh, a manless home or a manless house, meaning like there's no man or woman that live in this house because it's... Or a Picasso house, whatever. Or a Picasso house. <laughs> the point is, is that we're given, we're given a opportunity to enjoy the journey. We're given the opportunity to understand our destination. So I will add this additional point. Okay. You ahead. said something about not focusing on the destination and yeah. focusing on the journey. I'm going to throw a little bit of an arguing point to that only because it is still important to have your eye. It's The journey is, is very important. The destination is, is, is needed to know where you're headed. Mm-hmm. But I want you to take this for just a second. Okay. When you've inputted... The first time you've came here or you say, let's say you go on vacation somewhere and you've inputted an address or a destination. Yeah. Yes. In that very moment, initially, you set the stage for where you're going. For us, it was the Rocky Mountains. But you know what? As much as I was doing this for the Rocky Mountains, I also was really doing this. I was looking out, watching the scenery, enjoying the 25-minute ride up the mountain to get to the entry of the Rocky Mountains. And to just look and see the beautiful part of the journey, getting to the Rocky Mountains made me appreciate it because then it was just a whole entirely different abundance at the destination. So what I'm saying is, is don't disregard the destination. Your destination is still important, but you should focus on what's on the journey. Take that initial step to think about the destination. I mean, that's how Correct. you come up with a destination. No, you come up with a, an end goal. Being a nurse... Obviously, I want I want to see that silver lining. Most students who are going through nursing school and you're going through all the stressful studying and late nights, which I've never been there, but from ever all the friends and the coworkers I work with, including Soon Adler, will, my friends, soon will. It will only just be a matter of time. But 
it's recognizing those optimal points that you can see if your surroundings, your environment around you, it's still beautiful. It's just part of the growth. It's part of that process that you have to embrace. And if you are planning, this is one additional thing, and I keep saying that, but this is, they, I, they keep coming in my head. All the ideas keep popping up. Okay. A couple of weeks ago, my dad and I were having this conversation while I was working out. And my dad asked me, he said, son, where are you on the process with school? And I said, you know, I'm doing, you know, uh, I'm finishing up my microbiology and my humanities class, and this will be it until I can start studying for the T's and take the T's test, which is, you know, a a comprehensive test uh, Mm -hmm. for placement. Uh, And, you know, he said, well, what's what's your plan B? And I said, what do you mean? Like, what's your plan B? My dad is well known for plan A, B, C, D, E, F, all the way to Z. Correct. And the reason why my dad said this is this, and I don't know, you may or may agree or may disagree, or maybe you just, it's something to ponder on, and it's fair if you don't, you know, agree with me on, on this, but <clears throat> my dad's approach was, if you are focused on plan B and C, your chances of plan A happening are significantly higher. I didn't understand what my dad meant by that. I said, well, why would you focus on plan B and C? Because in case plan A does not work, you are for sure that plan B and C are going to work. So no matter what, if you are working really hard for plan A, because that's what we usually do, we naturally work really, really hard for plan A to work and don't put a lot of time and effort into B and C. So when plan A doesn't, for some reason, work, your B and C now you're like, oh, I didn't really have a readily made plan. So my dad says you have plan B and C ready so that when you when you do approach plan A, plan A is more than likely going to happen. I know that sounds really weird and maybe that I can That sounds find- super like different than my approach to everything I do. So like, all right, I, I believe that you should have a plan B, but I don't think that you should ever focus on plan B more than you should for plan A. Plan A is what God gave you. This is the vision. And you have the vision. You can see it. You can taste it. You can feel it. It's coming. It's going to be there. All you have to do now is work for it. And sometimes working for it is, consists of clawing teeth and nail like at the bit just to make sure that you make it to your destination. Right. And like honestly, I had that approach when I was in nursing school because there was a point where it got hard. I had a professor literally look me in the eye who said, hey, you know what? Uh, maybe you should go to LPN school because I don't see you graduating my class. And I looked at, I sat right there, and this is where like you know people like it's 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 either it's off putting or you admire it. I don't care. I am who I am. Hmm. He said, "You won't pass my class," and my response was, "Don't worry. One day, I don't know when, I don't know how, but one day you will slide that diploma in my hand, and we are gonna have a different conversation." And I said that in all seriousness. And he, he was trying to get me to drop the course and switch to the LPN program. I said, nah, I'm good. Bump that. I'm going to take my chances. And I went home, and I studied for six hours that night. I did. I used to get to a point where I would do 500, 600 questions every single day. like, And I upset, OCD obsessed over my studies, understanding the concepts, understanding the remediations, and understanding where I went wrong, how I went wrong, and why I was wrong. Hmm. And I did that, and I finished with one of, I think, out of, I think it must have been like 49, 50 people in total who started. I was one of 11 people who passed this class. 
And I remember I sat there and I just snickered at the end because I, I remember I, I, I hit submit, I put my head down. And at that point, I, I put my head down not because I was frustrated. I put my head down because I was like, God, thank you so much. Everything that I've been through, every every minute I studied, every question I answered, every remediation, every second guessing, every doubt, everything for this moment right here, yeah. it made it all worth it. So I and I don't think I disagree with your dad on a lot of things, but I disagree with him in that thought process only because there was a point in time where I started to second guess myself, and my dad said like he basically had to. Give me a little shaking. Like, well, my, hey, dad's not, my dad wasn't saying, like, you know, don't have plan A in the front of your car, of your, like, front of your, your deck. He was just saying that, you know, being prepared that sometimes plan mm-hmm. A isn't going to work. And just like I was saying earlier, God, it's like presenting your plan. And my so, plan A was to be a pilot. I would have and, never in the world ever thought that I would have been a, become, going to school to become a nurse. And plan B, I'm not saying that plan B was being a nurse. It's just I knew in the back of my mind I wanted to serve. And finding sometimes you have to search and find and do a little soul searching of course to figure out what it is exactly you're supposed to mm. do with whatever it is that god gave you so it does come back to the planet it, god gives you exactly the necessary tools and resources to get to your destination but it's on all on how and what you're doing to get to that destination well the only reason why i responded the way i responded is because you had mentioned something that like focused on plan b and c and then yeah, I mean, plan it's a different a. I, well, okay, and I mean, you know, maybe, and who knows, who knows, maybe it's just, I mean, my dad, you know, and I have a preference, so, and, and my, my preference is, there's, there's a point in time, and I, I know that, like, when it's, when it's time for, like, it's go time, I know that this is what we're, we're doing, then I have tunnel vision, it's like, I, it's darkness, I don't see anything to the sides, I don't see anything to the left, I don't see anything to the right, all I see is what's going on right here in front, and I'm like, all right, if I continue down this path, I think I can make oh, right okay. here. And Let so me. you just kind of just, you go through that tunnel vision and then you just make sure that you just go. Can I give you 100%. a... Go ahead. And the only reason why I'm saying it. So let me maybe give you an example on how A, B, and C and focusing on C and B just to kind of, mm-hmm. just just real quick. Just go, go ahead. Listen. Go ahead. I'm listening. Nursing school. That's a very broad, it's a very broad way of saying there's potential schools correct you have some of the greatest largest universities in some of the state level colleges and some of the local community colleges more than likely you're going to go to a state college or a university or maybe if you're really really good maybe even like an ivy league level school whether med school nursing but let's just focus on nursing plan a is the initial starting place you want to go oftentimes we all want to have a spot that we're going to go to but does that mean you stop focusing on nursing school because your plan A didn't work. Your goal is to become a nurse. That is your plan A. Mm-hmm. So when you are focusing on B and C, that means that no matter if plan A did not work, you still are going for the same goal no matter what. It's just a different avenue. So plan B and C are your retaliating moves. Like, okay, you want to come at me with a no on this one? Well, fine. Now I'm going to go to this university. I'm going to apply here. All right, that didn't work. Now you have C. You're you're never gonna be delayed in your delivery. You'll always have so another step in case one doesn't work. So you're basically saying, in terms of like, all right, so I applied to this school. If I don't get into this one, I'm gonna apply to you this are, one. 
Yes. Okay. No. So, so I understand. I misunderstood you. you already I misunderstood you. Instead of having I, one university, your chances are higher. You with didn't three clarify that because that's okay. Okay. So, so that's that's where I was just like, I, I was like, wait, what? That so, doesn't no, seem like, like what, something that your dad would say. I was like, your really goal, shocked for a second. Your goal. I know your goal, <laughs> but within the goal, you have an A, B, C. Yes. Your goal. Yeah. Nursing, yeah. Okay. Right. Nursing. Okay. But UNF, UF, UCF, USF. Oh my gosh, Seminole, Advent Health, all these universities. But you know what? Now your chances of A, B, C, your A might not work, but now, now your chances are higher because you okay. have B, C, D, E, and F ready See, for retaliation. You need to give me I context on that. I, I, like, I had a little spark. I had a little spark. My little spark. That doesn't came seem on. like a Mr. Foster. Like, no. I got I to talk to But him. I, I had to rethink because I was at the gym too. I was like working out at the same time. And he's like, man, you're huffing and puffing. I'm like, yeah, I was, I'm working out. I was doing some. Like a chest fly exercise, but yes, it's you have your B and C ready. Mm. Obviously, you could have D, E, F, and G, but B and C because your overall goal, nursing school, right? That's what he was talking about because that's exactly what we're talking about. Which some schools do not accept a letter of recommendation, but you know what? I still did got a letter of recommendation, of course, because I'm focusing on B and C. Mm-hmm. Because worst case scenario, one university doesn't work, boom, yes. I'm set up for the next one. Definitely. That one doesn't work, boom, I'm set up for the next one. And you have to have that mindset with life. I say send out as many applications car as you can. Well, yeah, think about yeah, how, a car, sure. how a car dealership goes. You go to one car dealership, you say this is what you want, this is the payment you want, this is what you expect. You don't have, all right, cool, next. And most people on average are talking to three dealerships about the same car, negotiating the best deal. Okay. And what will you usually go with? The best deal. The best deal. Of course. So you always have a plan B and C, not with the only one eggs in the basket kind of situation. Like, all right, this guy's gonna offer me the car for five hundred, but and, technically the And deal I was referring more to more so it's like, all right, hey, if your goal is to, you know, be a nurse, then you you go to nursing and not like uh, your your plan B would be like I don't know like be a lawyer or something. Oh no! So I, like no. don't change the goal. Like you should still have the goal. But I'm glad that you clarified that because that that now makes I'm sense. Sorry, my spark. I feel like there was like a spark of energy that came out of nowhere for it to be explained. And I was like, but it's, I was actually like I was just like that doesn't seem no, like something it's he would not, say. But I, I, had to, I had to rerun it in my head because I was like wait that doesn't sound it doesn't sound right. But okay. yes, that the the purpose of the whole overall for the sure. overall felt, you know image the vision the vision. The dream, the journey. Yeah. Because sure. that's, I mean, that that is what we are doing here. Mm-hmm. A vision that we have in mind is to generate the largest, the largest impact the world has seen in this generation. We don't see it yet, but I feel it. I feel like what we're doing it's right coming. now. It, it's coming. It's, it's coming. What is the best way of saying this? This is the calm before the storm. We're just preparing for what is to come. The best is yet to come. We are in, we have make, we have leaped, we've bounded, and we are expanding on our horizons daily. I mean, I'm talking about like our highest average view. It was last week with that. That was, that was a really, that was super powerful. Like, um, that's a milestone that we've never hit before. And we had like the most viewers um, uh, just for that episode. And we continue and hope that um, we can continue to, you know, build the viewership and the fact that we can now see you guys live and you guys can see us and, you know, we're just hoping that um, we can continue growing and be a source of positivity 
to start your week or whatever day you decide to listen to it. We just want to be a source of positivity. That's right. So if this is your first time tuning in, definitely go back and check out some of the other episodes. Um, we have a lot of powerful stuff, um, just a wide variety of different like um, content. And for those of you who don't know, we are on Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is 24 hours in a day. Finn, what's your um, Instagram handle? You want to tell them? You don't? Oh. You want to tell them? I always mess this up. It's your opportunity. All right. <laughs> Finn Foster. What is it? Finn Foster. What? Oh, my gosh. All right. The Finn Foster? The Finn Fo- yes, that's what I, I said. I thought you said Finn Foster. Yeah, the Finn Foster. 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 Um, Duff and Foster on Instagram definitely check us out at the best you nation um, definitely um, what's the code again for um, if you're listening to us today it's promo code is going to be save 10 so go order some coffee use that save 10 show us some love 10% off of your first order get some shirts get some memorabilia support your boys I'm Matt this is Finn have a wonderful week stay blessed we're out